torture. And with us. <laughs> What's up, everyone? This is Jason Tucker. This is Dr. Watercooler. We're talking about torture today on this show. Let's go around the room real quick and get everyone introduced. Let's go yeah. on the far left with Brian. Brian, tell us about yourself. Yes, uh, I'm the creator of the event calendar newsletter plugin to allow people to subscribe to your calendars. I also lead organizer of WordCamp Hamilton and uh, just came from a networking event. So not only do I have a lower third, but I also have a name tag in case uh, I forget. Third. Upper third. Lower third. Lower third. Lower third. What about you, Chris? Hi there, I'm Chris Lemma, and I am a WordPress blogger over at chrislemma.com. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> I also am the CTO over at Crowd Favorite, and I run the North County San Diego WordPress Meetup. Sweet. Boy, does he. Mr. Cosper, how about you? Hey, I'm Jason Cosper. Uh, I work at WP Engine as the developer advocate. Awesome. Thanks for being on. What about you, Jen? Jen Miller? Hi, I'm Jen Miller. Um, I'm owner of NeedSomeoneToBlog.com. We provide content services on WordPress for companies and individuals. Sweet. What about you, Rebecca? Hi, I'm Rebecca Gill, and I'm the founder of Web Savvy Marketing. What about you, Russ? Hi, my name is Russ, uh, WordCamp Vegas, and I blog about literally random topics. Perfect. That's true. Mm -hmm. Sarah? What say you? I'm Sarah Weefald. I'm the production manager at Zeek Interactive, and I facilitate the OC WordPress design meetup the first Monday of every month. Say, what Sarah are you? Hey, uh, hey, I'm Say Reed, and I make WordPress, love WordPress, preach WordPress, teach WordPress, at Say Reed Media on all the thingies. Awesome. Steve, what about you? I am Steve Zanket. I'm the founder of Zeek Interactive, and I run the OC WordPress Meetup. And I'm Jason Tucker. You can find me over jasontucker.us. I blog over at wpmedia.pro, all about video stuff and audio stuff. So today's topic is, this is episode number 180. Isn't that crazy, folks? 180. Wow, today's topic, hey. we're going to be talking about reusing, renewing, <laughs> recycling your WordPress content. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. The reason why this came up is that I've been I've been working at a at a church where we have um, we have a lot of content that shows up on our site and we end up finding people just shows up seeing that people <laughs> no, no, no. we we end up seeing people finding old content and thinking it's the content that they're supposed to be looking at and we don't know if we're supposed to be deleting this content redirecting the content reusing the content, recycling Archiving the content. The content. <laughs> right, right, exactly. So I, that's why I wanted archives. to bring this up because I thought if I'm having this problem and supposedly I know what I'm doing, how are, you know, what are other people doing and especially blogger types, what are they doing for this type of stuff or old content type. that needs to be <laughs> refreshed? Well, so if you're familiar with the music industry, they just turn uh, old music into now that's what I call volume, you know, 54. You could do that. You, you could start with that. Greatest hits? Yeah. Greatest <laughs> well, I mean, well, that's of... that's for repackaging content, sure. which, I mean, is not necessarily. But, I mean, I feel like um, something I've seen a lot, like especially when you're talking about coding and WordPress and things that change frequently, um, I spend a lot of time Googling how to do things because I'm still, you know, I'm, I'm mainly in the production end of the WordPress situation these days. I don't do so much developing. And when I do try to find something, I spend a lot of time Googling. And I find a lot of articles that end up being outdated, but the nice people who wrote those articles add a little box at the top of the page saying, hey, this is old. 
the page, the post is still there, so the information is still there, um, it, but it directs you to something that's more up to date. Hmm. I thought that was an interesting way to handle it. Sure. I, I also think that it does help, like, um, as WordPress is backwards compatible, uh, I do think it helps saying, you know, listen, here's what we're doing now, but here's how we used to do it. So if you're, you know, if you're one of these people that likes to understand the progression of WordPress, I think those kind of articles do help when you're saying, you know, Here, here's the old way versus the new way, stuff like that. So Jason, what kind of content are they finding that they're not supposed to find? Well, what well, the type of content basically? <laughs> no, no, no. The type of content that they're finding is is primarily old events that happen. So what they'll do is they'll write a blog post saying, "Hey, there's this event that's going to be happening next week. You should come well, to it." And then they'll see it. Yeah, exactly. So then you know they show up on the wrong on the wrong weekend or whatever, just because the way that the calendars are set up or the way that the dates in which they were they were placed. So. Yeah, we end up with people that just come to the wrong event or don't even come to the event because they, they don't know what's going on. The other thing is is that they just find old content where they're thinking about um, you know going on a trip or something like that, and there'll be a post about that, and then they'll get all their stuff together and not even talk to anybody about it, and then they'll find out, oh, that's not even happening this year. It was actually a couple years back. So I did try the approach of what we were talking to, um, I think Sarah was talking about earlier with, taking that content and writing some type of post or something on the top just using like a, a plugin or whatever that checks the date, see if it's a year old or whatever, and then addre addresses it and tries to tell the person, hey, this hasn't been updated in a year, maybe you should go look for new content. But um, the management, you know, management here was just kind of like, that just seems like we're not doing our job, like we should be updating the content more often. And so that's kind of where I'm coming from is like, how do I tell our content creators here, hey, you should go look at old content and maybe update it. And is there a place where you put some text in a post that has like a date or something like that? Something well, if only there was like a thing in WordPress that like had like I don't know a date at the top of a post. <laughs> that would be so right. revolutionary. You're assuming that only posts are things that have dates. Actually, pages can have you know you could write in, hey, here's the events that are going to be happening this year for that particular page, and they don't use posts. They're just writing a page with some content. I, 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 page content, should be updated. page I, content, though, should is something that should be updated because pages will retain their SEO juice and will retain their, their, um, their uh, link authority even if you change the content for the most part. So pages should actually have their content actually updated, which is right. not I the agree. same thing as posts, which you'd write a new post, and then you have to figure out what to do with the old post. But when you have like 40 or 50 posts, 40 or 50 different pages that could all have this stuff, then what? You know, then yeah. then what are they supposed to do, and how are well, they supposed so, to find this? Then aren't you running I, into? Oh, sorry, go ahead, Chris. I I agree with say even though she said uh, <laughs> SEO juice, um, but but fundamentally, I just like to you know. Fun fundamentally, the answer is that you have to you have to update, and that's not fun. Um, and so I think one of the ways to help your content creators uh, think that through is to put it through the filter of Google Analytics. So it's not the end all, right? But there is an easy way for you to rank your content by the page view traffic so that the content that is coming more, you know, the content that is being visited more often 
probably should be refreshed more often and the content that has only been visited like three times in the last year, yes, if one of those three people did pack and book a hotel for an event that no longer <laughs> exists, that's on them, but you can't fix everyone, right? So, right. Um, but I think, bringing... I think as, the, as the content owner, we should be the ones that should be updating that content, but I want to enable my content creators who are not technical people to be able to go onto the site and find the thing that's old and then update it. And that's where that's where doing a uh, doing an, an audit of the content by how frequently it's looked at and comparing that to its date will help you um, will help you do that right. The, the easiest the easiest way to do it is simply order the content um, by by the um, uh, by the page view traffic and then make sure that the top pick your number top 50 top 100 top 200 pages and posts are consistently updated, right? And then you have a long tail of stuff that may not be, but um, that's a function of how much content you're producing on the site anyway. You yeah. can also, uh, if you are creating a lot of stuff that has old old content, old pages, you know, using something like Simple 301 Redirect, where you're yeah. redirecting those pages to the new content, keeps that, again, that page rank or SEO juice um, <laughs> <laughs> intact. And we know we all love SEO juice. Um, but uh, and then forwards it on, and so the information is correct. Because really, what we're talking about with that is a keeping your site relevant and keeping yep. it, you know, up to date for people so that it's useful. That's the goal. And the only reason you wouldn't get rid of that content is for something like SEO or for archival purposes. So if you're not actually, you know, kind of putting a big banner on it, says this is archived, then you should just forward it on. To the to the more relevant one. That's when we're talking about pages, not necessarily yeah. when we're talking about posts. And, I think posts are different. And Yoast has this built in, so you can actually, if you delete a post, it'll tell you, "Hey, you just deleted a post. We just detected it. Where do you want to redirect this thing to? Do you want to redirect it to this page, this post, this whatever?" And you just give it the URL, and it'll go and do the redirection. And for for stuff like events, I mean, that that really should have a banner at the top saying, "This event has passed." I mean, that's something <laughs> that I think makes sense, just to be like, "Hey, this is done," and that's well, something that the plugin should be able to do, right? It's, yep. it's just saying that, like, hey, tickets are no longer on sale. You, you, you know, like, like the, the concert already happened. Here's some pictures, you know, something like that. Right. I guess yeah, you that's another them. way to do it is with adding stuff of the pictures or putting on a gallery or saying, like, oh, hey, this was great. Let's link over to the post where we talked about that stuff, you know, and that way people get the gist of it. You still retain the link, et cetera, et cetera. But in... In, in most of your your better events plugins, can't you set it so that past events don't show anymore? Yeah, but the problem is is that our our the the content that we're being that we're writing isn't for it's not using the event plugin. It's actually just a, a blog post with a bunch of text, maybe a video, maybe a header graphic, whatever. So that's not it's not tied into that in any way. Well, and our events aren't we don't use a, any type of event calendars because of that, you end up with duplicate content and people are seeing right. stuff and new his, stuff. His SEO is so strong that even when you hide them, he can still be found through the Google. <laughs> exactly. That is one of the problems. Yoast wrote an article on um, website maintenance and cleaning <coughs> old posts, uh, which we can put into the show notes, but um, he, has a, he has a lot of information there that helps folks with it. So if you were trying to figure this out and you're not Jason and his church and his events but you're like a, like a, a 
person with a regular site and going, ah, what do I do with this and what do I do with the old post, right? Um, there are there are some there are some tools to it. I think with events, and I think with pages that are not built by an event product, but they're just event pages people have created. I think the the best the best uh, process is that the moment the event has completed, you have to train your staff to go back and update that page to say this event has concluded. Um, and if they don't do it then, it's going to be a pain in the butt for them to go back and manage it later by looking up all the events that have happened in the past. There's no simple way to do that. Um, so you just have to change your process so that you are closing the loop on those kinds of pages. But adding on a gallery of photos, a recap of the event, links to things that happened to the event, that's good content development. That's oh, good yeah. business. That's good for everybody, not just for making sure that someone's not showing up to an old event. So that's part of more of an overall you know, this good marketing strategy. This is an editorial uh, issue, not a technical WordCamp issue. Central yeah. actually has a thing where for for the day of WordCamp, you can put the site into day day of mode, and so it hides all your stuff that like happened Friday, or your speaker sponsor dinner, stuff like that. I, I think a mode like that would be very useful, um, especially just by saying, hey, day of, don't show anything that we've mentioned in the past or hide the things coming up in the future. That way it's just focusing on the events happening today. Um, one of the things that um, actually really matters is with mortgage rates because if you, no, no, seriously, so if you have a page that says today's rate is 2.5 but the market's at 4.6, you're kind of legally obligated to offer them that rate even though it doesn't exist. So I had to write a plugin that updated Anywhere I used a uh, a rate, I had to use a short code to display today's current rate. And I think Jason, what you're getting at is saying, even though you have this old post and it's not relevant, just somebody could find it and hold you liable to something that you didn't mean to say this was fact. You know. Right. So I think we've I think we've talked about a lot about this this part of it. So what about like the the idea of like either um, reusing content or or refreshing that content? Like what what have you guys done with that? Because Watercooler has been trying to do this for a while, and I keep getting made fun of every time I talk about old posts. You are actually the king of this, and you are the person who I've learned this from the most because your freaking Twitter will tweet articles from WP Media Pro. And I will click it because I'm like, oh, Jason wrote an article. Cool, I'm going to read it. And then I'm like, oh, crap, I read this. And it was like two years ago. So you get me. You get me. I know you use that plugin, revive old posts or whatever, or tweet old posts. You can yep. put it in the show notes like which one it is. But you literally get me like every time. And I am like, I read that. You bastard. Just put Rickroll on the content. That's <laughs> Basically, but I feel kind of like a noob every time I click that because I know it and whatnot. But it still works. So I think yep. that's one of the greatest uses of that. What is that plugin, Jason, that you use? Uh, Revival posts, and they have a pro version of it too that does um, other stuff. It'll tie into all sorts of different parts of the website. So, so it Very like basically retweet stuff that has been around for a while. You set the time. Yep. Amount of time of oldness. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
<clears throat> and you can deselect posts that you don't want to have them retweeted or re. You can exclude You can exclude by um, by tags. You can exclude by categories. All sorts of fun stuff. But yeah, it's awesome. I, I love that. I love that. Uh, that plugin. <clears throat> I yeah. hear you laughing every time I click that. You're like. Oh. <laughs> it actually sounds like this. <laughs> exactly like that, yes. Nice. A lot of things um, people have been writing about is content upgrades. So actually going back to your old content and adding something specific to that post, like a PDF download of like, you know, shortcut, here's how you do this, summary, one page. Um, so just going back to your old content, plus using it as kind of a magnet to uh, to... Uh, attracts people to your mailing list. Yeah, WP sorts. Beginner is like the the king of that. They go out and re-update oh their content God. all the time, don't they, Steve? Or yep. don't they, Chris? Yeah, yeah. They they have they have staff that will go back and keep all their posts updated, partially because uh, they get a massive quantity of people who complain about a post when it's even remotely old. Uh, and my by the way, right? All these posts are for free. But still, they're like, ah, that's not the latest version. That screenshot's old. So, so that's customer expectations right there, because they rank on the Google for <laughs> everything. So yeah. I think if you're going to rank at that level, you keep your stuff updated. Because so that's the, the expectation that you're setting. Yep. One of the lessons I learned from Syed is to, and and I think Carrie Dills does this as well, is the updated on. So. Uh, on, on a lot of sites I work on will shift from displaying inside of the template instead of showing uh, the created on or the, the, you know, the origination date will put the last updated date and uh, Google's really good about picking up the date on the page so it picks up that date which means when you see it in a Google list of search results you see a more recent date rather than uh, the old dates because sometimes people, people just they just select a different post because the thing they're seeing in the search results says 2012 and they're like yeah. and it may not have changed right but just going in there and touching it up and saying this works up until the latest version of WordPress or whatever just doing a little bit of tweak can ensure that you have the latest date and then that Google you know when it displays it if you have enough uh, you know uh, um, SDR truth? I was going to say, is there anything? <laughs> yeah, turns out there's no other word for that. No. Rebecca, Rebecca Gill, what is the phrase I would use if I didn't want to use the juice word? I love that you're asking Rebecca. No, it's link juice that I absolutely hate. I hate that phrase. Because everybody um, doesn't know I just want to say, the at the, uh, the SMX Expo conference, where you're hearing from Google, from the actual people, everyone said that. So I have no shame anymore. My I used to be like, oh, really somebody say it. Yeah. yeah, it's a real thing. No one has a term for it. Everyone ends up with juice. So yeah, <laughs> I, when when you look wow. at actual, like when you look at news, <laughs> something like a TMZ, they actually use that update feature heavily. Like especially with like breaking stories when things are happening, you, and like that updated having that thing that says updated no longer you know schools no longer locked down or like you know, the area's clear or whatever <laughs> having that update is very helpful by letting people know here's what's actually going on instead of ranking very high for something that happened you know a couple hours ago i just want to say it, we now know where russ gets his news there's <laughs> a, i mean those updates they don't have stop a lot of cool products on that site that it's very interesting to watch how they keep evolving that site i mean those guys outrank a lot of news divisions yes. who are like credited yes they do for a whole multitude of societal reasons we shall not get into right now Sarah, are you going to say something 
Oh, um, I was going to say that even you know on, on major sites like Gawker, TMZ, it's at, you know New York Times, Guardian, whatever you choose, they all do that. But it doesn't seem to stop any of the commenters from just skipping right to the bottom and saying like, "Hey, this is out of date." Right. So, there is. <laughs> there, no one can stop the commenters. Um, there's a plugin called Content Update Notification that requires an opt-in, obviously, from the, um, the, the person to get notified, but you, there is a plugin that does that. So it'll notify you if you've updated something or um, added new content. And of course, Jetpack can notify if there's new content with subscription. It's not the same thing as reusing old content, but it is talking about what we were also talking about, which was reusing your content in different ways. So sending your content to someone's email inbox through RSS or through MailChimp or something like that is also another way of reusing your content without having to rewrite it again. It's not recycling, but it's reusing, which technically <laughs> is the first one that we're supposed to use. I love repurposing content. I took my old blog posts and converted them into a course and then added yeah. the course and then took <clears throat> new course topics and put them out to blog posts. And yeah, that's genius because LearnDash and there, LearnDash yeah. is a great plugin for that. But there's a yeah. lot of really great plugins that are easy to use. And doing that, taking old stuff, updating it, and putting it into that is genius. Just why Rebecca's a genius. Plus, I charge for it. I charge for the course, so I mean, it was a win-win. Woo! Yay! Well, well I knew you know how to do, do other. Jason. Jason, I, I think you could also solve uh, a problem by using some kind of pop-up uh, plugin that allows you to specifically show a pop-up on a specific page. That way you could say, hey, you're checking out this event, but there's a pop-up that says there's a new one happening two weeks from now. Not, you know, This isn't a live post or something. I think you could even use a pop-up. As much as I hate pop-ups, it <laughs> could be effective in some small way. Pop-ups yeah. are great. The, the only problem is so great. with the link juice. The yeah. only problem with all of this is that <laughs> we don't just have <laughs> we don't just have one event that happens. It's not like the not like this place is just like there's just one event that happens and that's it. We'll have like well, it's it's every Sundays, Sunday. right? Isn't that? Yeah. Yeah. I was yeah. saying it's every <laughs> Sunday. It's right no, on. No, 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 it's not every Sunday. <laughs> it's like every day of the week, there's an event that's happening. You have right. somebody who's showing up because. They have like a car car expo type thing. Somebody who's a motorcycle enthusiast, enthusiast thing. Somebody who does bike riding stuff. There's all these different events that are happening, and we're the kind of the gatekeepers of all of that content, getting the getting out to you know the people that attend here. So, yeah, it's a really interesting. Cosper, did you have something you wanted to say? I was I was gonna say uh, I normally hate pop-ups, but I think Russ is onto something where and this is a perfect way to uh, use your own old content to your advantage which is uh, you take a pop-up, you say, hey, this event is over, subscribe to get the latest events. So you nice. drive people to subscribe to get your latest events rather than, and um, I, I'm sure with just a, you know, a little work, uh, that might be a lot easier than trying to uh, have your editorial team go in after the fact and add stuff. It might, uh, it might be something where you can kind of let your team sleep at the wheel at that point, on those Opt things. Optin Monster from the Syed, I'm just going to call him the Syed from now on, um, <laughs> is, um, does that, and also they allow you to put in old links in, like, if you like this content, you know, maybe you'll like this content, which can also be a way to reuse, or at least re-traffic old, yeah. old, old stuff that's more evergreen, then, you know, obviously you should not be directing them to, you know, 
Now, now can we can we solve can we solve one more problem today, and that is um, how do we get people who just aren't writing a lot on like Zengi.com to write <laughs> to write. new <laughs> name. How do we do that so that they write enough to actually have old posts, right? Because we we don't have an old post problem if it's only three posts on the site, right? There so, isn't a plugin for that, Chris. I've looked. There's no plugin. I don't even think Crowd Favorite offers a plugin for that. Although, no. Untapped Market, I'm just yeah. gonna put that out the there. The water cooler just became a roast. <laughs> the water cooler is always a roast. So Steve, there's a website called Fiverr.com. You could throw five bucks at it, and somebody will or, write. Or you can go to Jen Miller at NeedSomeoneToBlog.com. Booyah! Yeah. Hey, hey, Jen. I would like to hire you for my friend Zengi's website. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I may have already hired her in the past. Just uh, exactly. I think you hired someone else, though, now. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, uh, I'd like to hire you, but I'd like to define the topics. If you can work that here, that would, that would be awesome. Jen, whatever, whatever he offers you, I will outbid it. <laughs> oh. This is getting fun. Come yeah. on, folks. Yep. So wait, so we talked about reusing and we talked about recycling. What's the other one? Renewing. Reducing. Renewing. Reducing. We covered with Steve, so that's good. So in terms of renewing, yeah, then it's just really like the updates. Is there a plugin? I don't know of one that will automatically put that little label box on um, top of a plugin that's been updated. It says, note, this, this content has been updated. Or post. Rebecca, Jen, I'm looking at you. I don't think so. What we do for our clients who have uh, issues with either event posts or in real estate, you know, they have a listing that they listed and then it sold. We change the title without changing the URL, and then that way it shows as a past event or a, um, you know, a sold listing. So that's one other way to do it. And then if they come to the URL, they see the title hopefully. For the devs in our audience, we will be having a plug-in of Palooza at uh, WordCamp Orange County. Thank so you. Can develop you. Plug -in. It sounds like a great idea for plug-in of Palooza. I, I think it's it just does, because it'd be somewhat simple. And um, I, 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 think, I think it's just a checkbox, and it says, if checked, add already sold above the title. Leave it for plug-in Palooza. Leave it for plug-in Palooza. Russ, yeah, if you if you sign up for WordCamp Orange County's plugin Palooza and you solve that problem, I'm pretty sure the MC will spend extra attention talking about I, it. I wonder who that MC might be. I'm just mm. saying. I I think mm. uh, I don't think it rev runs. <laughs> It'll be like this awesome double plug that Chris really likes. Wait, <laughs> wait. And the, uh, the deadline for your pitches is extended to April 1st. Yes. So nice. you can keep pitching. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Keep Just pitching that link juice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's good stuff right there. Um, I do have a question actually about crowd favorite and Mailchimp. The um, yeah, look at the time. Um, what's up with the Mailchimp plugin for crowd favorite? Because one of the my favorite ways for my clients to reuse their content is to take their blog posts and use them as newsletters. You know, once a month, whatever. Um, or however often they need to take that content, you know, and then of course link back to the site. But um, Crowd Favorite uh, used to make a really great plugin for Mailchimp. Is that still a thing that's happening, Chris? Because I've seen. Nope. Nope. Like, oh, uh, yeah, you're done with that. 
Uh, no, uh, Crowd or Mailchimp took it back over. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I don't know all of their plans, um, but, but no one does. It turns out. No, well, no. It's, not, it's, it's not for it's not for us to define their plans. So um, we will we will let them define their plans uh, going forward. But yeah, Crowd Favorites not involved in that plugin anymore. Or there were two or three that were related to Mailchimp. Um, that doesn't mean you can't do it. Uh, so you can very easily go to Mailchimp and uh, create an RSS newsletter and then point it back to. Uh, your blog's RSS, and it turns out I, I wrote an article about it and created a video on YouTube about doing that. So, um, plug. That's that double plug I was talking about. <laughs> God, stop saying that. <laughs> what? I'm talking about like plugs for stuff. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my gosh, if, look at the time. If we're if we're gonna if we're gonna end with a plug, I will plug Rebecca Gill's new course on uh, SEO. If you haven't checked it out yet, you're gonna want to do it. Uh, it there's is, lots of juice. There, there's, there's a lot of stuff to know, and um, uh, I, I every time I talk with Rebecca, I find out that um, most of what I'm doing is incorrect. But she says it in such a nice way and a lovely way that uh, that you don't feel bad; you just feel encouraged to try more. So, uh, by all means, check that out, and by all means, uh, look at your content and figure out ways to keep it updated so that you're helping out the world out there. Help out the world. You just like took that to like the next like level. Yep. I think Google. It's your responsibility as a website manager <laughs> help, to improve the, the world. Help the whole internet with exactly. the updated yeah. content. Well, folks, oh, that's about that was fun. <laughs> that was awesome, guys. I really, I, I really appreciate that we were able to kind of go through and talk about some of the stuff and some of these real-world type issues that that we have and <laughs> kind of discuss it. So make sure you go to our website at day2hourcore.com and click on the link there to subscribe. If you like this content, hit the little thumbs up button and like it. And if you are watching this anywhere else, please leave a comment. We'd love to see the comments and be able to interact with you in that way. Folks, thank you all for being on the show. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>